Hello and welcome to this podcast from the Podnuts World Service. Please let us know what you think and tell other people about us on social media. Podcasts from the Podnuts World Service are supported by Podnutsians and advertising. Hey, hey, Podnoxians, welcome to DDG episode 28. My name is Door to Door Geek, owner, operator, president of Um, I don't want to call this a year in review because I think that's kind of, you know, pedantic. Uh, what I will say is I did just literally finish watching the Peanuts Thanksgiving special and then the Peanuts Christmas special. And what I will state is I am utterly satisfied in the fact that the Peanuts special actually mentions, actually mentions the word depression. Um, I do not know of a single holiday in my entire life leading up to it that I felt any excitement for, any positive anticipation for. Um, every holiday, I'm either worried about the social interactions I'm worried about the expectations people have of me. I'm worried about the number of people I'm going to have to see, interact with, or I worry about the simple fact that I'm worried about letting uh, immediate family members down. Um, Nothing has changed. This is 2019, almost 2020. Nothing has changed. I'm now nearly 50 years old, and I go into every single holiday with angst, with stress with pressure, with anxiety, that I'm not really sure if what I'm doing, if what I'm thinking, if what I'm acting is the correct thing or not. Um, I have a, um, like incredible support right around me. Uh, my kids are unbelievably positive about me and about the holidays and about, you know, everything. Um, my wife, tries her best to be positive toward me and help me be positive towards everything else. But she's not a miracle worker. Um, she has her own issues. She has her own troubles. She has her own stresses. She has her own trials. Um, so I can't rely on her to be like perfect because she's not, she's human. I'm not perfect. I'm human. Um, I think we do a good enough job in pulling each other just far enough up to where we survive. Um, It's nearly the new year. It's nearly uh, 2020. Right now it's December 28th, 3 a.m. 2019. It's nearly 2020. My wedding anniversary was 010104, which means it's almost a 16-year anniversary. Um, I did not even proposition my wife as a mate until I was over 30 years old. Um, what I will say is I tried my best this year, 2019, but I will say, and I won't you know, hide it. I won't try to mask it. I won't try to make it anything else, but this is the year I've maybe cried my most I've ever cried in my life. Um, and 
the gimmick is, the pain that I felt cannot compare, cannot even remotely compare to the pain felt by the immediate family of Eric Ardini. Um, Eric Ardini, um, now former co-host of nearly everything on Podnuts. He hosted Podnuts. He helped with Podnuts daily, I believe. I believe he was on an episode of The Great Tech Debate. He was definitely on episodes of Android App Addicts. He was on episodes of Mini PC. He was on episodes of The Makers. And I believe, tangentially, he was on episodes of... Oh, he was host of Geeksters as well, I almost forgot. And I know he was on more than a couple of shows that were like associated, I'll say, with people of Podnuts. I can't remember the name of them. I'm really apologetic. I'm really sorry. Um, Eric is one. I don't want to say was because that doesn't really mean the same thing. Eric is one of the nicest guys I've ever met. Eric is one of the coolest guys I've ever hung out with. Eric is one of the guys I think I'm going to miss the most, uh, in my life. I'm nearly 50 years old. I don't care if I live till a hundred I still think every day when I look back on the name Eric Ardini, I'm going to think very fondly. Um, but it cannot compare to the loss that his immediate family must feel. Um, I've tried at least to uh, let them know in my way that if they need anything, all they can do is let me know. Um, but I know, you know, Eric's kids were not dumb. Um, they're smart. Uh, Eric's widow... Um, is smart. Uh, when I said to Eric, I want to say now, maybe eight years ago, when I said to Eric, me being me, me being the dork, me being the nerd, me being the antisocial fella that I am, I remember maybe when I was like 10 years old back in 82, 83, I remember saying to myself something to the effect of, you have to have a brain in order for me to even entertain the idea of you being my mate and i honestly i have no problem saying my wife is easily five to ten times smarter than me if not more um and the impression i got from eric when i said something like that was oh (laughs) yeah um so i have little doubt that um eric's widow i don't want to say is okay but i have little doubt that she is able to work through the most devastating of hardships. And this, no doubt, is an extremely devastating hardship. Um, I've said more than a couple of things to her about helping her in any shape or form. It doesn't matter. Um, she said, you know, she might want help with a computer. She might want help with this or that. Um, and I think it's partially she feels better letting me help with those kinds of things. But it also makes me feel better that I'm able to help. Um, because as much as Eric meant to someone like me, someone who he's seen maybe, you know, four times in his life, um, it can't compare. It cannot even come close to compare to how important a fellow like him was to his immediate family. Um, this was a extremely interesting year for Podnuts because we lost an incredibly important fellow like him. We went through a couple of roller coasters 
in the realms of content as far as people are concerned. We saw some shows really ramp up and put out some content. We saw some shows really ramp down and slow down on content. Um, I'll say a huge percentage of the slowdown in any of the content is my fault. Tordor Geek, hello. It's my fault. Um, partially because of just depression. Partially because of just sadness. Partially because I'm afraid of letting people down. Partially because just I'm afraid of letting other people down. Um, the makers slowed down because of my inadequacy. Uh, because of my fear, uh, to be honest. Uh, Door Door Geek slowed down a lot. If you take a look at the time frame, it was shortly after uh, Eric's death. And since then, I have consumed a great quantity of alcohol compared to the rest of my life. Um, when I drive with the wife into work, she listens to some extremely repulsive, disgusting radio station we are some insanely retardedly stupid kid sings a song about how he drinks to bring back memories, the memories, bring back the memories. And I think to myself how stupid and how unrealistic this kid is and how he really has no idea how life even works, how he doesn't understand two plus two equals four because he swears it equals three. <laughs> um, no one, no one in the history of the globe, no one in the history from Samaria, from ancient brewers first documenting the first words ever written when they documented how alcohol was created. Alcohol has never, ever, ever, ever been to bring back memories. People consume alcohol to forget, not to bring back memories. And I really wish that incredibly stupid kid singing that incredibly horribly pop song. I really wish I could punch him right in his throat and make him pay attention to truth. And the truth is every single person in this verse who sits down to drink alcohol never drinks it to remember. They drink it to forget. I've consumed a great amount of alcohol this year, partially to forget about Eric, which is impossible, but partially to forget about the inordinate amount of threats I have personally gotten about my network and about how Podnuts is going to be shut down because of one thing or another. Um, this has been the most threatened year Podnuts has ever had. In fact, I think it's pretty safe to say Podnuts has been so threatened We've literally had half of the people who submit content to Podnuts leave. Um, I'm not going to say them by name because I'm not here to shame them because I love them. I think they're really good people. I think they're really nice people. I think they're really good people. Um, I'm not here to shame them. But they, at least temporarily, distanced themselves from Podnuts out of the fear that we were going to get shut down, that we were going to get sued, that we were going to get libeled, slandered whatever the words are. Um, and I can't, I don't want to say I can't blame them. I'll say this. I have a hard time blaming them because we were threatened a lot. We were, th we were threatened a hell of a lot. Um, what I will say is I really can't thank a lot of people enough, whether it's uh Christian captain zero, whether it's Martin, the Rambo of Obando, um, 
who he's went through his own troubles in the last year and a half, two years. And he's the kind of guy where I really do wish I lived right next door to him just so every couple of days I could just stop by, knock on his door, and just give him a hug because he is one of the, um, not only the smartest guys, not only common sense guys, but one of the most, like, ethical guys. And if you watched Silicon Valley last season, I'll just say Martin Obando might have the most tethics of anything I've ever had the good, gracious opportunity to interact with. Um, Guys like him really go out of his way to support the network. Uh, Guys like um, James Passmore, and I'm really sorry if I'm not supposed to say your name publicly, do a lot to support the network. Guys like uh, Matthew Fuzzle go out of their way a lot to support the network. Um, And there's literally like 10 or 20 more guys like that that I'm really afraid to start mentioning because I don't want to miss, I don't want to leave anybody out. Uh, There's a lot of people who support Podnuts a lot. There's a lot of people out there that threaten Podnuts as well. And I don't want to give them any airtime. I don't want to give them any name recognition. I don't want to give them any attention. Um, So my goal for 2020 is to just go out of my way as much as possible and thank as many people as possible for everything. Um, I really started podcasting. (sighs) 10 plus years ago. And one of the things I stated was I really don't care how many people download. I don't care if anybody downloads. And while I still think there's a good amount of truth to it, because I really don't care how many people download it. What I care about is how many people download it, enjoy it and communicate with me. Um, I've tried to make it very clear to a lot of other podcasters out there that I've had the opportunity to directly interact with that download numbers mean literally nothing. Uh, I've said it on more than a couple podcasts here. Uh, For someone to leave a review of a podcast on iTunes, on Stitcher, on Anchor, on Google Play, on any other platform is really just supporting the platform. If you leave a review for DDG or any other Podnuts podcast on iTunes, realistically, you're only supporting iTunes. There's like maybe 1% of that support coming back to Podnuts. If you go on Stitcher and you give a positive review to a Podnuts podcast, you're really not supporting Podnuts. You really are supporting Stitcher. If you go on Anchor and you give a positive review to Linux for the rest of us or whatever on and on Podnuts, you're really not supporting Podnuts. You're really supporting that network supplying the podcast. And for any, 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 any podcaster to say otherwise, to me, just proves their unbelievable incompetence, their unbelievable ignorance. The key word is ignorance. There's been few words in the English language that have been insulting. And they've had and they've had insulting transgressions. And they've had insulting innuendos that literally derive other words. And I'm gonna be very frank here. Like one of the words that came out of ignorance that people started to use in place of it was Negro. Take a look at the history of the word. Take a look at the 
etymology of the word. Take a look at the actual origins of the word. And it derives from the word ignorance. We, at least in America, think of ignorance as being one of the most negative things that could be, that ever could be. And we have these unbelievable number of people that are just blatantly, blatantly, time will tell, don't listen to me, time will tell, that are blatantly ignorant to how everything in podcasting works. And they state over and over and over and over and over again how if you leave us a review, it helps us out. No, it will never help quote-unquote us out. It will never help that individual podcast out. It will always help that platform out. You want to help that podcast out? Number one, send the podcast an email. Take time out of your day. Hit pause. Open up an email client or open up a phone dialer and type 707 podnuts and literally send direct feedback to that show and expect to be heard responded to. That is the only thing that matters. Feedback is the only thing that actually is a good measure of interactions, not download numbers. Downloads mean nothing. I could easily pay $100, $10 or whatever to some Indonesian company, to some company in the deeps of India, to some company deep in China, to some company deep in the Philippines to some company deep in someplace else in the world and say, hey, do me a favor, download my show a bunch of times. Because there's no podcasting client out there, whether it be Web Analyzer, whether it be PodTrack, whether it be Stitcher, whether it be Anchor, whether it be Patreon, whether it be Podbean, whether it be Blueberry. You want to talk about crap? Talk about Blueberry. None of those download numbers mean a damn thing. Now, they might mean something to utterly incompetent advertisers that believe that they can just throw money around and get numbers. But it really doesn't mean anything to the actual podcaster, and it really doesn't mean anything to the actual listener. The only thing that matters is genuine interaction. So if you, if you, you, not me, you, want to support a podcast, hit pause, open up an email client, <laughs> and go ahead and type an email out to ddg at podcast.com, mail at podcast.com, doordoorgeek at podcast.com, or whatever podcast you're listening to. I don't care what podcast you're listening to. I really don't. Supply interaction to them. Do you know why? Because you need to measure what kind of interaction you get back. If you get nothing back, well, that's how much they care about you. If you get back a form email, well, that's how much they care about you. If you get back a genuine heartfelt response, that's how much they care about you. If it takes a day or two and you actually get something hand typed back, that's how much they care about you. Why don't you measure who you listen to once in a while? I do. I listen to over 150 podcasts, which I really want to make a podcast here on DDG. But I know even if I spend a minute to talk about every podcast, it's going to be over a two-hour podcast. And considering it's 3.19 a.m., I can't do that right now. But I want to because I do have something to say about every podcast I listen to. And I have sp 
sent emails to nearly every podcast I listen to. And I've only actually heard genuine feedback from maybe 10%. Maybe 10%. Out of 150 podcasts, about 15 of them, I got genuine human interactions back. Not form emails, not, you know, some third party just sending back a reply or just nothing back. But only about 10% I got genuine feedback for. If you're only listening to podcasts because you want to digest, then fine. Listen to commercials, listen to ads, listen to people shoving beliefs down your throat like they know better. If you care for genuine feedback, if you care for genuine interactions, if you care for like genuine friendships or at least interactions with real people, I really do encourage you to seek that kind of thing out. Do your due diligence. Maybe once every three or six months, send an email back to who you care about. Because even if you listen to 150 episodes a month, that's only one every like two weeks, if I'm not mistaken. Because that's about what I've done. About once every week and a half to two weeks, I send an email to a podcast. Because I really do care about that genuine interaction with human beings. It's really telling what you get back. And I really do encourage people. I can't encourage people more. I really can't. Support those who support you. If people will not stop throwing ads at you, you send an email in and they don't genuinely reply to you, I encourage you, download their podcast through alternate means to where they do not get download numbers because they really don't appreciate your downloads. Okay? If you send an email back and you get really like scummy responses back, like, who are you? Why are you emailing me? Again, try to download that podcast through alternate means to where they do not get to download numbers. If you really, really have to listen to them. Um, where then if you send a email into a podcast and you get an actual genuine human response back, I can't implore you more. Support them. Because they took time out of their day equally to you taking time out of your day to email them. Um, It might not be obvious to a lot of people, but it is extremely rare for any podcast to actually acknowledge that you, the individual listener, exist. Because all, okay, not all, a huge percentage of podcasts launch with only one goal, to monetize, to suck every penny out of everybody listening, and then to turn every ear into a stat that they can sell to an advertiser. That's what a huge percentage of podcasts do. And I'm sorry, but it's the truth. And I have no problem saying out of the 150 podcasts I listen to, and I've unsubscribed from maybe 800 in the last three years, the 150 I subscribe to, at least 100 of them, have ads that I really don't appreciate. But I'll admit to everybody that their content, or not the quality of their content, but the uniqueness of their content is enough for me to keep listening to. That doesn't mean I directly support them, because I can't. And I've tried to email more than a couple podcasts to let them know. I 
cannot directly support you because I listen to 150 podcasts. I can't support every podcast I listen to because I will be poor. And for you as a podcaster to expect even more than 3% of the people downloading to support you and to put content behind a paywall is scummy. It is beyond scummy. It is reprehensible. It is the most one of the most unforgiving things me as a podcast listener I could ever experience. So if you're listening to a podcast and they put things behind a paywall, I cannot encourage you more. Don't just unsubscribe. Worst case, do not just stay subscribed to their free feed, but email them and let them know. If you could support them, you would support them and to hide, to disguise, to mask content behind a paywall is scummy. It is unconscionable and you as a listener find it disgusting and you cannot believe that they're doing that. And I say that and I really hope, I wish, I don't pray, but maybe I pray that somebody could bring these exact words up against me in four years, six years, eight years, 12 years, 20 years from now. Because I, Door to Door Geek, will right now state, and I've stated before, I never want to put anything behind a paywall. And if I do, call me out. Call me out and call me all kinds of names. Because I will deserve it period i will never put anything behind a paywall period if people want to support me i will give them the opportunity to support me and if anything is behind a paywall it's going to be the kind of thing that within 30 days or 60 days will come free to everybody else i understand early access but I don't understand keeping things behind a paywall indefinitely. Early access to me is different. You know, a week early, two weeks early, a month early. I almost get, but there's only a few people out there doing content that's not time sensitive to where they can actually pull that kind of thing off. And 99% of the people I listen to are not doing that. They're doing extremely time-sensitive context. And then when they put it behind a temporary paywall, all that means is when it becomes free for everyone else, it's useless. Um, I really want people to understand we do, we do not need ads. This is the internet. We really don't need ads. It's perfectly okay to put things out there without a fee, without a barrier, without ads without propaganda, without all this kind of stuff on top of it, and just say, hey, if you want to support me, here's how you do it. If you don't want to support me, don't. If you want to be a part of my inner circle, here's how you do it. If you don't, don't. But we have a large amount of people out there who cannot stop putting things behind a very restrictive paywall. Or we do not have people who cannot stop peddling insane amounts of ridiculous propaganda and ads for extremely scummy products. As far as I'm concerned, I don't know if I've heard a single ad in 20 years 
that I consider to be not scummy. Because the whole idea of an ad is we are going to pay money to try to make you believe something that's not true. And we're going to phrase things in just the right way to where we're going to make you believe that this other thing is true. And while that other thing might be true, let's not talk about complete truth and let's hide other truths because you know this is an ad. And anytime anybody for any podcast says, hey, I want to talk to you about blah, 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 because I believe in them. No, no, they don't. They don't. They never have. They never will. They believe in the paycheck they got. And they're hoping you, as a listener, never take the time to stop and think. Is this person telling me this because they're getting paid money? Or is this person telling me this because they really do believe in the product? Because the bottom line is 99.9999999% of the time, it's because they got paid money and they have no problem selling. I'm going to say it like this. And it's the only word I can think of that can come close to completing this sentence, even though I firmly believe there's no such thing as a soul. But those people are selling their soul away for a dollar. I will tell you how great ExpressVPN is. I will tell you how great NordVPN is. I'll tell you how great Better Health is. I'll tell you how fantastic Amazon books are. I'll tell you how fantastic podcast um, Pocket Cast is. I'll tell you how fantastic this jewelry store is. I'll tell you how fantastic it is to go to this website and buy this product. I'll tell you how great it is to go to this other service and pay a monthly fee. I'll tell you how convenient it is for me to just do this one thing and give them access to all my personal information because it's so convenient. And I cannot believe anybody out there blindly believes these people peddling this absolute garbage. It's fine if you listen to it. It's fine if you listen to the ads, but I really hope people listen to it with a skeptical ear, not a cynical, 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 the word isn't cynical. I can't think of the actual pronunciation of the word. To be a cynic of something means Basically, you might hear something, but you will never believe it. I don't like people who are cynical about things. It's good to be skeptical about things. It's great to question things. If anyone pitches you an ad, you need to be skeptical, not cynical about it. And you need to ask yourself, why is this person pushing ExpressVPN? Why is this person pushing NordVPN? Why is this person pushing Bear? Why is this pushing any of these commercial products? And 99.999% of the time, it's going to be because they like money. Given the opportunity, they would be like Scrooge McDuck and dive in a basket of money and rub it all over themselves. I will just say, I have made it a point in my life to try, I just try, and not make any decisions based upon purely money. I'm not special. I'm not unique. I'm not some gifted person. 
I'll just say I try to be transparent about it. Where I have no problem taking money from certain companies that I truly believe in to push their product. Like maybe if it was private internet access, which I used to feel really good about. Now I'm not sure how I feel about, but I used to feel really good about them. Um, Right now, if NextCloud propositioned me, Door Door Geek, Steve McLaughlin, and offered me money to push their product, I would happily push their product because I really, really honestly believe that they think of privacy first, security a very near second, and functionality an incredibly near third. And I can't tell you another company that does that because it most assuredly is not a company like Dropbox who has the closest similar functionality, but really privacy has nothing to do with their policy. Amazon EC2, Google Drive, OneDrive, none of them even come close to understanding how to spell the word privacy. Um, but with that stated, even if they came to me, I would be skeptical about why they would come to me. Even if I get 20,000, even if I get 200,000 downloads an episode, why would they come to me? Because me, door door geek, I'm not important. I'm not big. I'm not an influencer. Because I will speak very ill upon any company that deserves it. So companies will not come to me and proposition me, I believe, because they know it's too easy for me to then turn around and speak very ill upon them. Um, so if that's stated... I am going to only speak good about people that directly support me. Things that I truly believe are for the betterment of human beings. Or companies that I truly believe are forgiving certain things. Like maximizing profit in favor of things like humanity. In favor of things like third world economic influence. In favor of enabling the really small guy to have as much power as the big guys. There's the only people I'm going to support. Um, This is the end of 2019. This is the beginning of 2020. I've been now at my full-time job for pushing 26 years, maybe 27 years. I have, I believe, six or five years, seven years. I don't even know. Less than 10 years left on my permanent job. Um, I'm almost looking forward to quitting when I have my 30 years, and I really would like to try to make Podnuts a quote-unquote full-time thing. Um, But I really, really, really don't want to sell out. I really don't want to start pushing ads for anybody that propositions me with money because there's more important things in life than money. It might not be that to my wife. It might not be that to my kids. It might not be to that to my father. It might not be that to my father-in-law. It might not be that to my mother-in-law. It might not be that to my sister-in-law. Because I have no idea who I might have to support when I retire. I can tell you this, though. I will always do everything in my power to support those who support me. And I have no problem saying this. I have had... An unbelievably privileged life. I've had all kinds of people, literally, as far as I'm concerned, literally, literally bend over backwards. I've had people do unspeakable things 
just because they thought it would make me feel better. Just because they thought I would be happy if they did that. Um, so I owe a lot of people. Um, they might not even know it. That's the whole thing. Um, I don't know if they know it. Um, I expect my dad knows it because, you know, he's my dad. I would expect my mom knows it. Well, she's dead. So I would support her, you know, well-being. I know my wife knows it because I make it very clear to her how uh, she's much better than me. I'm very, very happy in working the rest of my life to put even a smile on her face one day of the week. Because if I could even make her smile one day of the week, well, that's more than one day that I get to smile. Um, out of the last year, um, I smiled like when I went to my doctor and he was really happy about my health. Um, I smiled when I know I like did a couple things for my mother-in-law and she turned to me and really empathically said that, you know, I didn't have to do any of that. And yeah, she's right. I didn't, but it made her happy. Um, when I had a coworker turn to me and genuinely smile and say, thank you. You came when nobody else did and like shook my hand. It is a unbelievably good feeling. Um, when my oldest son like turns to me in the evening and says, you know, you didn't have to do that for me, dad. Uh, I love you. It's the kind of thing that I cannot ever put a price on. Um, and that's what I try to repay back to everybody. That's why I always say support those who support you because every single day I wake up, all I want to do, all I ever want to do is try to reward those people who I think I owe something to. I owe a lot to my dad. I owe an insane amount to my wife. Um, there's a lot of coworkers I owe a lot to. Um, my kids, I want to make sure that they understand that they need to pay it forward as well. Um, there's a lot of Podnutsians who download these shows that communicate with me that I feel like I owe. And even if they think I don't, I don't want to say I don't care because it might come off as rude. But what I'll say is, even if they think I don't owe them, I'm okay. Because I would rather I think I owe them than they think I owe them. Um, because it gives me something to work towards. Um, I really, really, really hope. <laughs> I really hope everybody had a, a better 2019 than I had. Um, but I'm really thankful for everyone who stuck with me. I'm really thankful for everyone who helped me um, because my 2019 could have been a whole lot worse. It could have been so much worse. Um, I really want to try to find a way to convince myself that 2020 can actually end up good and better. Um, uh, I'll say this. I think I'm off to a really good start because I've had really really good people communicate with me in the last two months. I haven't got a single email threatening me with a lawsuit in the last two months. Um, I have heard from the people who at least soft left pod nuts in the last two months, at least one of them. Um, and they didn't say anything negative to me. 
and I would say everything positive to them. Um, my wife has made it very clear to me in the last couple months that while I haven't been a perfect husband, while I haven't been her ideal expectation in the last 15 plus years, that it could have been a hell of a lot worse. Um, there's more than a couple people that I really do miss communicating with, um, that I haven't communicated with in 20 years, but I'm almost, but I have, okay. Okay. But I'm afraid to communicate with them because I'm afraid I'm going to let them down. Uh, but everyone who is communicating with me in the last year, whether it be email, voicemail, direct face to face communication or anything else. Thank you. Thank you very much for your time. Thank you very much for your patience. I really can't thank you more for your patience because I know, I know to deal with me requires patience. Thank you. Um, I love everybody. Um, I'm going to try to do a, a live streaming show here probably around the end of February, beginning of March, because that's going to be the 11th year anniversary of Pod Nuts. We'll see if that comes to fruition. I would like to. Um, the next show from DDG will hopefully be a rundown of all the podcasts I listen to, and hopefully it'll be less than two hours long. Um, thank you for your support. Thank you for your downloads. Thank you for your subscriptions. Do not forget, once every two weeks, just hit pause on a podcast and write an email. I don't care what the email is. Hey, good episode you did last. Hey, I wondered about this last thing you talked about. Hey, when you talked about this last thing, it reminded me of blah, blah, blah. Hey, when you talked about this last thing, are you sure? Blah, 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 blah. Hey, I thought when the last time you talked about this, blah, 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 blah. Hey, I haven't heard you from a while. Hey, I really hope everything's going well with you for a while. Whatever. Send a podcast an email. It does not have to be me, okay? Um, It really doesn't. And I really do encourage you, send an email to somebody else. Because as depressed, as isolated, as lonely, as abandoned, as quiet, as everything around me seems, I trust you in believing when I say other, there's other people out there who do podcasts who hear less from listeners than I do. Okay. Imagine how they feel. Seriously. Stop. Imagine how they feel. Hit pause, send them an email and listen. If you want to give me any credit, say door, door geek, all one word, D O O R T O D O O R G E K said, let me send you an email. And let me remind you that people listen to you. Thank you for your time. Thank you for your podcast. Thank you for publicizing blah, 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 blah. Thank you for understanding blah, 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 blah. Thank you for talking about blah, 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 blah. Thank you for being you. Sincerely, blah, 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 blah. Just send them an email. It will unbelievably help them. Now, if you stop and think... Well, this person must get a lot of emails. More than likely, they don't. So just hit pause, send them an email. Hit pause, send them a voicemail. Hit pause, record audio on your phone, and send it as an attachment. Whatever you find convenient. I do it. 
less than once every two weeks, I send at least one podcast I listen to something. Because I should. You should. We all should. If we can't send money, if we can't proposition other people to listen to them, the least we can do is send them feedback. This has been a really crazy 2019 in both a good way and a bad way. I had some horrible things personally happen to me. I had some really good things happen to me. I made it through. You made it through. Could have been worse. I'm here for you. I really hope you're here for me. Um, Thank you for downloading, for listening. And to quote the Golden Girls, thank you for being a friend. We can never have too many of them. I love y'all. I'll talk to everyone again real soon. Don't forget, we've got to love each other. Send an email to somebody the next week, please. And just letting me know that you thought about them. You didn't forget about them. Because we need the human connections. Just to remind us once in a while. I'll talk to everyone again real soon. Be safe. Think about each other. Later. Hey friends, this is Eric Hardini, the manager. I can tell that you like podcasts and learning about technology. One of the fastest growing areas of tech is currently small, low energy consumption computing. Come join us on the Mini PC Show, where we discuss all the new small form factor devices. The Mini PC Show, big talk, little machines. Music provided by Steve Cherubino at stevecherubino.com.